and welcome to another episode of I've Never Seen The O.C. We are on Season 3, Episode 2, The Shape of Things to Come. a very foreboding name that isn't it yeah definitely especially considering so much was tied up at the end of yeah. the last episode so. right we talked about this at the end of um the last episode that it was like oh what do you think's gonna happen next and i was like well i don't know everything's kind of done so yeah very foreboding um we should probably do a bit of an intro i feel like people should have caught up by now yep. but just in case you haven't i'm jane and i have seen the oc um long time yep devoted fan and will be joining heather for season three and yep place of kerry r.i.p kerry she's gone to portland to live with luke she has we should just start like a really elaborate story <laughs> about where she's gone <laughs> if, but if you would like more factual details there is a bonus episode yeah. all about that <laughs> that you can feast your little ears on this is also probably a good time to do a social media shout out because we have had a lot of lovely messages in the last couple of weeks so thank you kindly for that uh, if you would like to get in touch you can follow us at never seen the oc on twitter and instagram but you have been warned we only really look at instagram on the reg um so twitter is more of a, a delayed response so if you're not timely about things <laughs> go with twitter <laughs> if you're not in a rush I guess we could just dive in, couldn't we? Head into a little last time on the OC. So try, try, trying. I think try. I was trying to say trying, trying. there. Oh. Sure. Um, Ryan has got off um, with shooting Trey, which he didn't actually do. It was Marissa who did yep. it, but the police wanted to try and like get him to jail for doing it. Um, but that didn't happen. Trey's away up the road to Vegas to live his best life with Jess Just Lavers. Um, but it's it's kind of super awkward with Marissa and Ryan, isn't it? Yeah, there's the, as she said, the elephant in the room. So Yeah, I mean, she did shoot his brother. Yeah. So kind of a reason for that. Um, they did have that nice trip to the beach, though. They did. That was lovely. Made me reminisce. <laughs> if you're listening in real time, <sighs> um, we are, I mean, you're probably still in lockdown. But right now we are going back into lockdown yep. for the third time um, i think now? it's maybe like fifth or something now like but this is like hardcore last march lockdown yeah. nicola our life and savior here in scotland is concerned so thus we all have to behave yes. we're grounded we're not allowed out we're not allowed to do anything um, but it's good it's good it's gonna be fine we'll be it's fine. all gonna be fine but yeah every time there was actually loads of shots in this week's episode where it was like people in the water at the beach people standing on the promenade and i was like oh man I'd love to go to the beach. It would be so nice. Anyway, let's not dwell on it. This is meant to be escapism 101. Okay, Julie's got no money. She, yeah, the the will hasn't come through yet. She is broke. But obviously her and Jimmy are back together. Although Sandy shouted at Jimmy, didn't he? He went like pretty, yep. pretty mental at him. Gave him a good talking to. And he deserved it, to be fair. Yeah. Like, he turned up at Caleb's funeral and has now moved into Caleb, who has died. He's moved into his house with his ex-wife. It's a huge mansion. That's not... And a awaiting his 
money to come through so that he can live his best Newport life. Shameless. It's not okay, hon. Um, Kirsten's still in rehab, even though the doctor said she could leave, which is a bit weird. And there's that creepy, creepy, creepy Charlotte. bird. Yeah, creepy, creepy Charlotte. bird Charlotte. He's just like oh. ominously creeping about and like peeking round corners in the least subtle way. And then we go. Let's dive yeah. in. My key question to open this for you, Jane, as the expert in all things OC, where the fuck is Rosa? Yes, yeah. <laughs> this is what I, I was like. Cleaner question. Mark, question. Where is the cleaner? Like she was there in season one, quite prominently. Yep. And now she's she's gone. She's MIA. Um. Yeah. That. I mean, you just would not have a house that size, that amount of money, and have to sack your cleaner. Like, come on, right? But anyway, the boys are not keeping up with the chores because their mother is away, even though Kirsten had like a full-time kick-ass job. Yeah, and Kirsten like didn't, you never saw Kirsten like washing a dish or like mopping a floor, did you? No, so, right? And she couldn't cook either. So it wasn't as if she was made out to be like a domestic goddess and like the house has no. crumbled with her, which is fair enough, totally fair enough. And the whole thing about this Newport society is they're meant to be heavy loaded. Yeah. They're meant to have so much money. Why haven't the boys just paid to get a cleaner in? Yeah. I don't understand. But apparently, you know, the matriarchy is alive and well in the Cohen mm. household. Or is it the patriarchy? Who knows? Um, it's alive and well in the Cohen household. And yeah, the boys have got a messy kitchen. But it's their first day as seniors. It is. And how, how sad does Sandy look again? <laughs> just seems like... yeah. But then, it's a big moment, I think. Like, that must be sad as a parent, like, being like, oh, your child is now, like, almost an adult. And your wife's not that here to see it, and your kitchen's a mess. Mm. Well, the, the cleaner's missing. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot for Sandy to be sad about. But Julie's turned up, hasn't she? And Julie <laughs> looks smoking. Like, she looks she great. She does. Her hair looks amazing. Her hair looks great. And she comes in in, like, a spaghetti-strapped leopard print like <laughs> slinky lingerie type dress yep like, like a slip is that what yeah, you call you'd it yeah you call it a slip yeah she looks great uh, and sandy just goes berserk at her <laughs> yeah i think what she says there's been a misunderstanding <laughs> it's like what like, what are you trying to like rat out my child <laughs> to get yours off what <laughs> then she's like they've got the bigger problems and then so there's been some kind of like protest or petition so I'm like how did Julie learn of this she showed I'd been down at the school or someone like informed her but what I didn't get here it was like oh great something else for Sandy to deal with but then like Seth and Ryan just get in the car and go to school so it's like would you not give them the heads up by the way like there might be people protesting at the gates <laughs> yeah I no I just uh, but the petition they have filed a motion to get Ryan and Marissa expelled. And I have written down, for what? <laughs> they haven't done anything. Like, okay, maybe Marissa, maybe there's an argument to get Marissa expelled. There is no argument to get Ryan expelled. He hasn't done anything. Yeah, Mm-mm. pretty bizarre. Sort of in a similar vein to how mental all the DA stuff was in the first episode. Right? Like, completely. Not really got a leg to stand on, but we could get a good episode out of this, so. Yeah, which... Yeah. As, as the opening shot for a teen drama is probably the point. Yep. Probably. Anyway, uh, we head over to the cafe. I've written cafe, but it's probably a diner. That's diner. like <laughs> such a British thing to say. Isn't it? Down at the cafe. Caf, uh, yeah. Getting, <laughs> getting our rolling potatoes gone. That's what they're doing. Yeah. Um, chins are still good. Come in with death cap. Uh, soul meets body. 
which was good as they're like panning over and it's like because oh. then I remembered like at the time they had like OC Mix CDs that came out so there was like OC oh, Mix yeah. 1 I've and heard OC a lot Mix about these. Um, 2 so I can't remember if there was a 3 and 4 um, we'll need to look into that but yeah so it's good that the the music's still going strong and for sure season 3 are you quite nostalgic when things come to an end Yes, very much indeed. Okay. Yeah, are you? I think this is good because I am not. <laughs> I am a cool, let's set fire to it and walk away. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I've got both ends yeah. of the <laughs> So you're doing a summer, you're sitting there doing the farewell tour of everything that happened that year. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's like, you're going to have the best year ever and trying to be like really, although I mean, I think it would be, pretty pushing it to try and be optimistic given what's just happened but then maybe like things can't get any worse um yeah but there's always one in a group isn't there though that's like trying to cheerleader like even when things are going tits up yeah that they're like no come on it's gonna be okay yeah and that is summer's rule here yeah i'd like to see her with covid What's her take on? <laughs> I need some <laughs> summer energy to get through the rest of this yeah. year. But it's going to be okay. It's going to be the best year ever, Jane. Yeah. It's going to be fine. Best year ever. Four of us together. We just, <laughs> we just need to make it to graduation without any trauma, trauma or drama and we're going to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, that sentence alone, see, because it's called the shape of things yeah. to come, everything any character is saying, I'm just like, oh, mm. no. That's not okay. So yeah, that was my first first thing that I was like, oh, I don't think that's gonna happen. Um, but sure, best year ever. Yeah, and they all tried to buy into it. So, um, and yeah, and then we cut to Sandy and Julie at the school with Doctor Kim. Mm-hmm. Sandy hits out with that ex- excellent little Shakespeare reference. He's like, "Is Jimmy here?" And she's like, "No, it's just me." And he's like, "Great, one Montague, one Capulet." <laughs> so good, and then. I love um, Julie as well. So Doctor Kim's like, no student at Harbour has ever been like arrested, and <laughs> and Julie's like, um, tall, pretty, wear Chanel, <laughs> not what you call a gangster. <laughs> like I, I know. <laughs> Some real classic lines here. To be fair, like if you, it's, I suppose it's that like complete stereotype of what you expect somebody to yeah. have been arrested for attempted murder to look like. Like Marissa Cooper is not it. No, she really isn't. How to get away with murder one oh one. Um, but yeah, the petition's already got a thousand signatures. Doctor Kim is very worried. But Sandy is like, look, the bottom line is they are innocent. Like we said at the start, what for, what is this petition for? Like they can't kick them out for no reason. But like clearly the parents are up in arms and they've hired in the Dean of Ugh. Discipline who is called Jack Hess. A.K.A. Jack Hess. Daniel Mead from Ugly Betty. Right? <laughs> so... I, when I was watching it, I was in a bit of a rush and I was like, I know this dude from somewhere. And like, we were going, th- I was, I went into his IMDb yeah. and it's like, Cruel Intentions. Would I know him from Cruel Intentions? Maybe. Resident Evil? Mm, I don't think I've seen that. The L word? Nah. As soon as I saw the words Daniel Mead written down, I was like, of course, course. he was in Ugly Betty. Of course he was. His hair is like crazy blonde though. Like almost right? looked like a kind of like Trump-esque wig. Like, he looks a bit Trump Jr. vibes, yeah, doesn't he? Yeah. A bit Ken doll. Yeah. Creepy oh. grossness. I think as well, a lot of the time he's wearing like a jumper over a shirt, which I just like quite morally object to. 
in an adult man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's got a new job. He's arrived. And he likes to think he knows what he's doing. And he's not here to make everyone happy. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, as soon as I saw him, I was like, uh, I know where this is going. Um, oh, no. Yeah. Um, but no, that's that's like not any spoilers or such, but it was just quite, I was like, ah, okay. Because you know that we you're thinking back and trying to create a timeline of what happens when. And I was like, oh, okay. So... Yeah. yeah, that's one thing loads of people get in touch with us about is particularly when people are rewatching, they're like, they remember the big things that have happened, but not necessarily how you get from A to B. Yeah, so totally. I guess I guess he will be that for a lot of people. Yeah. This next scene's a bit oh. of a nothing scene, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Jimmy's in trouble. Again? That's so how? To know. How? Just, Jimmy's in trouble with money again. Yeah. Is anyone surprised? No. He's got a friend that looks pretty dodgy. Cool. That's all yeah. we need from this scene. <laughs> yeah. And then back to school and as <laughs> predicted in the kickoff carnival. The kickoff carnival. Right. <laughs> a huge part of my job is production management. <laughs> There is not a chance, and you're a teacher, so you can back me up in this. There is not a chance in shitting hell that you would let kids look after contracts, like waivers, invoices. Yeah, kids no would not be. Way. I remember, like, when I was in sixth year school, I organised prom, and all of it was like any cash or that you got, like, went straight to the school office, and anything that had to be paid, there was someone in the school office that did that. You know, um, like it's, it's just so, so bizarre. unrealistic. But I am here for for a thick binder. Oh my gosh, so much, so much. <laughs> well, you know. um, yeah, I love a good organisation. I love a spreadsheet. Oh, <laughs> summers. Right, this is actually another very valid point. Um, how do you feel about clubs and joining clubs? Oh, I'm trying to think, like, of my own experience at school. I don't really feel that I was part of any clubs as such like did a couple of school shows some music stuff but like I think that counts as clubs Jim. okay yeah maybe I could be mm, okay maybe mm. I am into the extracurricular um stuff but I wasn't really at uni bizarrely okay. but I will say um yeah at school I was um head girl in like sixth year and of, co- <laughs> of course yeah where and might have God. been called um Taylor Townsend by friends for <laughs> a fair bit so so yeah I was a oh, perky Jane. blonde who wanted to take over the world so, this was going so well <laughs> this relationship was really flourishing <laughs> And then you had to say that. Well, I am definitely of the summer <laughs> energy here when she's like, if I join clubs, I'll have to hang out with girls like that. Um, so that's how I felt at school mm. and through to uni. Even now, like, I do not like joining clubs as an adult. Mm, I don't know. Like, I definitely wasn't at uni. Like, I didn't really join any clubs or societies or any of that jazz at uni. Um, but maybe I just like organising things. Like I like mm, being okay. Don't think I'm particularly bossy, but I just like little projects, getting it done. But yeah, you're also a real fan of a polo shirt as well. I've yeah. seen you in oh, a yeah. polo shirt, so <laughs> you've, you've got the aesthetic down. Yeah. Um, but let's chat about Taylor Taylor Townsend, who I think looks like an absolute twat. This is <laughs> um, 
I'm sure at some point that sentence is going to come back and bite me in the ass. <laughs> it always does. See, after the whole tray thing, like, so back in season two, obviously I had never seen it before, but I foolishly said that tray was hot. And then look where that bloody well went. Like, uh, I felt, oh, God, but that's felt dirty. A, it's character development, isn't it? So, it is. yeah, it's just really good writing. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Um, So yeah, Taylor Townsend is our new character. Yes, Um, she is. She is wearing a polo shirt, a jumper tied over her shoulders, which I cannot tell you how much that (laughs) offends me. Honestly, just tie it around your waist like a normal person. Why? Mm. Anyway, um, and she opens with the line, I didn't even have a vacation, (laughs) but someone has to do it, right? Oh my god, I hate her. I hate her <laughs> so much. She's the worst. See, I can't think now what because I knew you were going to have this reaction, so I've got I've, I've written down <laughs> how do, how do you feel? <laughs> and I know exactly how you would have felt. But then I don't know, like I imagine I would have reacted quite similarly. But then again, it's obviously I've watched it and I so I don't know. You're yeah. you might it'd be interesting to must write down how I feel about all TV characters in case I end up doing a podcast about them 15 years later and want to <laughs> want to reflect. How good would those notepads be though? That would be great. Summer describes her as a perky blonde who wants to take over the world, a.k.a. Jane in fifth Me. and sixth, sixth year at school. Yeah. Um, but she kind of storms up, doesn't she? And she's like, I think you're at Marissa's podium. And this yeah. so reminded me of, was it when Marissa had her overdose that they came back to school? And oh, she yeah. was like, what are you looking at? Sluts or something like that? Like this like fierce, angry version of Summer yeah. who's so loyal and so fierce to her friend is a me vibe. Yeah, a lot like, of love for love that. It. A lot of love for that. Oh, and then Taylor just gets worse. Honestly, I'm reading these notes and I'm getting so annoyed. <laughs> yeah, she's just sort of jumping all over everything Marissa's done or hasn't done and then Summer hits out with that bitch is going down. Yeah. That she oh, she's oh, sorry to harp on about it. But she's also like so like nicey passive aggressive oh yeah and she's like oh my god you're so strong after the year you've had oh i hate her so much i hate her oh god no she's the worst anyway back to cleaning out the fridge that might calm me down a bit (laughs) yep and seth's making the cute little like care package for his mom seth asks if ryan and marissa have talked about tree yeah and he says the words it's fine I think whenever anyone says it's fine. It's never fine. It's not fine. It's It's never never fine. fine. (laughs) And then he follows it up with, we've put it behind us. To which again, you're just like, have Have you though? And then Seth's just like, she shot your brother? (laughs) Oh. It's like, kind of a thing. Um, But Seth, like, you know, I do not, I give Seth a really hard time. A lot of the time, very justifiably so. But he's really good here. Really, really good here. Actually, I'm going to go as far as to say he's really good in this episode. Yeah, no, I would agree. I think even last episode started off season three pretty strong. Matured, maybe. (laughs) Matured over that summer while uh, his friend's been in jail. Yeah. Um, But yeah, this is where Ryan's like, oh, we haven't spoken about it. And Seth says, you need to talk about it. Otherwise, these things snowball. You have to deal with it or it will come between you. Yeah. 
Yes, Seth. Common sense. Maybe hanging out with Summer and like getting her like general wonderful energy is is good for it. Maybe that's yeah. what's done it. Becoming wiser, and they've not really had much mm. drama between each other because there's been bigger fish to fry. So <laughs> yeah, there there has comic there book has. shotgun. Mm. Yeah, no, like. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it depends who you talk to though. I'm sure there's plenty of comic book yeah. people that are like, nah, that's way worse. <laughs> uh, um should we head over to rehab? Yes. Oh uh, she's just so creepy. Like I've never I think in my notes it's just like Cece, like creepy Charlotte. She's just always lurking about. Cece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So set the scene. Kirsten's packing. She's packing her bag on her bed. Then literally over her shoulder. She like gravitates. <laughs> it's, it's like, you know how the gif on Instagram of like the vampire that like pops up? <laughs> it's that. She is that. that is. It's so weird. Yeah, and then she's just telling, I mean, our horror stories of her own relapses. Insensitive. Yeah, which is probably not great. Not really helpful. Yeah. And then invites her to like her cottage, but builds it as a halfway house. And like, yeah. Mm, I don't know. I also just don't think the doctor would be okay with that. Yeah, I, I feel that's not part of the plan. Yeah, it it doesn't sound. I wouldn't say put two recovering alcoholics in a house in an with empty no empty yeah, house together with zero supervision. It's just very, very yeah. weird. And the fact that Kirsten accepts, like, I don't know. I don't feel that they've done enough to. It's a bit weird. You could tell she didn't want to come at the end of the last episode, and then you had her like staring wistfully at the picture of the boys and it's like oh I don't want to let them down but like I don't feel I wasn't all that convinced by that you know no I agree I don't know it just yeah I just feel like we've not really been shown how good friends they are like it felt like the first time they properly talked was that that rehab scene the last episode we definitely if you were meeting them in rehab and they were like best pals yeah why would you not want to go home to Sandy the question a valid point a valid point um i actually have a lot more to say about this later on so i'll wait and i will i'll bring that up then um jimmy and julie jimmy is already lying which makes me feel nervous and they decide to put the money on caleb's tab and this just totally like sets in stone what we said when we opened up this episode like the way jimmy is spending and talking about caleb's money is gross it's really uncomfortable uncomfortable. but you've got to think as well like after everything julie's been through and then you're like the way he's behaving about money and the way he's like i've left my wallet you're like come on like alarm bells must be ringing you know but especially since there was a lot of things caleb was doing or caleb was saying that clearly she had learned from from jimmy and was kind of pulling him up on things. So the fact that she's just like completely fallen back into like old habits is yeah. weird. But I guess like that is a thing. But also, I don't know if they're smart enough to know that that's a thing. Yeah. Hmm. She maybe again, Yeah. She probably just feels maybe that she's got bigger things to worry about. Yeah. Like her gangster daughter. Her husband dying in a pool and her daughter about to get expelled. I was like. <laughs> They're not, they don't really equate, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> Do you know, I mean, I was going to say, like, we um, we keep saying poor Sandy, poor Julie. She's gone through <laughs> a lot this year. Still looks great, though. Still looks great. 
Oh. Um, but we're interrupted with a phone call as always and we cut very quickly to Sandy on the phone and it's that classic like one side of the conversation where you only hear like what Sandy is saying you don't hear yeah. what's being said so we know that this decision is final and there is no appeal yeah so that's bad news um, but this isn't what I thought was going to happen I thought they were both going to be out but they're not Ryan is not out Marissa is yeah. Did you notice in this scene as well? I felt like the background was really fake. Yeah. It's so, so weird. I've seen lots of pictures of the um what's it called? The pool house. The pool house and that kind of outside pool area as a set. Like I've seen the kind yeah. of behind the scenes pictures. And I've never, never noticed it before in Likewise. the actual show. Like I've never thought, oh, that looks fake. This is the first time I've thought that looks really, really fake weird right yeah like I, i'd never picked up on it before and i was like hmm. so that's glad to know you feel the same do you think that was just built for season three do you think that's why we've never noticed it before maybe hmm i don't know let's do some digging for next yeah <laughs> kirsten is home is what i've written down well she's she leaving <laughs> but she's not coming home so this is when she yes. says she says i'm not coming home and going to a friend's house and yeah, I've just written down like bizarre as all, and it's you feel for Sandy because he's really trying to be supportive. But if the shoe is on the other foot, like, oh, I'm actually going to go yeah. and stay with someone that you don't really know. I don't really know that well. Instead yeah. of, and you can, I think at this point, Sandy's sort of like floundering a little as well. I don't understand why he wouldn't just go and ask the doctor. Yeah, like surely, like that's what I would do. I'd a hundred percent be going to grass her up and being like, "By the way, she thinks she's off to a cottage in the woods. Is that allowed?" <laughs> yeah, no, I'd definitely be inclined to go down um, the same road. But yeah, just all a bit bizarre. But again, maybe I don't know enough about rehab and these procedures. It's if she's checking in and out of her own accord i don't know i don't know I, I still don't think they'd be okay with that yeah i'm putting it out there i don't think they'd be, I, I don't think they'd be okay with it um right the whole gang are here to see marissa and her weird creepy care bear. care bear yeah i feel like they just go between them being like 25 and being like 12 you know it's just <laughs> i mean two scenes ago she was cutting about with her binder paying invoices and now here she is yeah. lying in bed with her care bear she's sure. either like yeah it's just like one extreme or the other but Okay. And they bring her Princess Sparkle and Captain Oats, which kind of cute, but also kind of weird. Like, we take my pal around yeah. my toy horses. Okay. Do you know, though, like, see as, like, an adult adult, if something bad had happened to my pal, I would maybe do that now as a bit of a, like, joke yeah. and a bit of a, like, this is a cute thing to do. I would never have done that No, you'd have felt like a loser at school, wouldn't you? Precisely. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, the Princess Sparkles, Captain Oats and Bagels, which I'm more interested in. Yeah, definitely. And Ryan's given this, like, big dick energy of, like, and we're going to get you back yeah. in. <laughs> Are you? How you do that, pal? Uh, you little weirdo um, but like we've talked about this so much his like white knight syndrome gotta fix everything like how can he think that he's going to be able to fix this yeah but then him and Sandy have like an we'll come to it later but they have an interesting chat about it later and Sandy says something quite interesting and I was like hmm but yeah so they're getting her um, back in again we don't really know how to do so but then Julie who has been Julie's got a great idea. <laughs> she's been brainstorming in cardio bar, like whatever. The- <laughs> <laughs> Julie's 
Julia is so like honestly, I know Julie's meant to be like the bad guy, but sometimes Julie says things and I'm like, oh my god, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in lockdown at the moment. Like Ali Ali and I spend so much freaking time together. I'm sure you yeah. guys are the same. Like, and I'm sure anyone staying with anyone at the moment is like you love them, but also like you enjoy your time apart. And our time apart is when I go running. And almost every time I come back from a run, I'm like, I've had an idea. <laughs> to the extent Ali will be waiting by the door now just to be like, what's your idea? Oh, <laughs> amazing. See, I'm like the other way about that. I'll go out and I'll like listen to a podcast or something. I'll come back and I'll be like, would you want to watch this? And he'll be like, yeah, I know. I told you that. I told you about And like, it. I've also been, I've been saying we should watch this for ages. And I'm like, no, you haven't. And he's like, yeah. And like, he probably has. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <Bless>. <laughs> Um, but Julie's answer to Ryan's predicament is that she is going to donate money to the school in Caleb Nichols' honour because they need to remember that Marissa is Caleb Nichols' stepdaughter. Oh. Um, but who is more deluded here? The fact that like Jimmy's sitting looking up other ex- like expensive schools to send her to or the fact that knowing he has no money or the fact that... like. Julie must that they don't have any idea what kind of money's coming in, but she just thinks that there's going to be a big sure. spare yeah. hundred grand cut. Uh, how the other half live and all yeah, that. Yeah, a valid point. I know. Imagine just having a spare hundred grand cutting about. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. And I love how she justified it as well because he was like, "Yeah, like two, three grand," and she was like, "The whoever's donated like a hundred grand, and their son only smoked pot. She shot someone." <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> She's, you know, I love Julie. Yeah, she's the best. I think she is my favourite character. She's She's the best. Over to my least favourite character. Here's Taylor. (laughs) Um, And she is having... (laughs) A moment of silence. Yeah, a moment of silence to commemorate Marissa. She's not died, Taylor. Fucking get a grip, man. Uh, Ugh. And then she's like, oh, that felt so good. Shut up. <laughs> oh, so annoying. Oh, you're going to get increasingly annoyed, Heather, but <laughs> it'll be great. It'll be great to hear. <laughs> and so, <laughs> in, in summer, I, I really liked Summer's dress in this scene. I thought it was really cute. Like she them. looks cute. She actually looks cute in this whole episode. I made a note about some boots in a later scene. Yeah, I actually had to look up like what age they all were because I was like trying. Because sometimes I think that like, Taylor looks a bit older, but she's actually only like a year older than Rachel Wilson. Um, oh, the actress that plays Autumn Reesers, like I think she's forty now, and Rachel Wilson's like thirty nine. Uh, I think Marissa's like the youngest. Um, yeah, but yeah, they do all look so baby-faced compared to like yeah well definitely old for playing teenagers but (laughs) well did you notice and if you didn't like listeners you should go back and watch this see when they were doing the minutes at the moment silence they kind of like panned around the girls (laughs) and one of the girls they panned to looked about yes i was like no what what no even the girls later when we'll come to when they're getting all the carnival plans and stuff and it's like the disparity in ages here is insane (laughs) <laughs> uh, but yeah, Taylor goes 
batshit here. Like, oh, this is where she, like, so takes good. Summer down. Because Summer is like, maybe I'll run for social chair. And Taylor's like, are you kidding me? I've been running this whole thing while Marissa gets all of the credit for it. Do you know what it feels like to have all of the responsibility and none of the power? Yeah. And it's, like, shot that she's, like, getting closer and closer to her face. And I'm just like, whoa. I've worked with people like this before. And they are terrifying in yeah. real life. So... <laughs> Fair play. She has played that character well. Yeah, no, I I enjoyed her. You could just see her like totally reaching the end of her tether <laughs> as such. And it's like when she's like, when Marissa was busy skipping school and experimenting with her sexuality. <laughs> she's like, shut up. Shut up, Taylor. God, go and get a new string of pearls in a twin set. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, anyway let's go and hang with ladies who are a bit more on my vibe the yeah. rehab squad out at the cottage um, oh. <laughs> this isn't going to end well no it? It for, I was like oh my gosh this is like she's going to get murdered right now it's so bizarre right? and like, it's just Kirsten's reaction as well she comes out and she's like it's so charming and she's like are you thinking about Sandy <laughs> Then she, and then she's like bring him for dinner what like what is going on here where are they going with this? Because I honestly that, was like, exactly she's going to try and murder her. Like, maybe that's what's happening. Where is this going? Why is why is she inviting Sandy for dinner? I don't understand. It's so weird. Anyway, oh. uh, another real nothing scene. Do you think they were paying Dr. Kim by the day and they just wanted to get their money? Yeah, worth? maybe. No, Ryan and Kim. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Little Kim, but that would be a whole <laughs> other scene. <laughs> <laughs> a whole other scene altogether. Uh, Ryan and Dr. Kim yes. for clarity. Dr. Kim thinks it's a fair decision and he's like, how can I change this? You can't, Ryan. You're a 16 year old boy. Deal with it. Yeah, and then we've got cut to Seth and Summer. Summer who is too sick to eat. She's a little sad. A little sad, some, some. Due to Psycho Barbie, as she deems Taylor. Yeah. I actually do have a, I have a question <laughs> for yes. this section. Um, why does Summer, why is Summer wearing boots and have her legs up on her bed sheets whilst wearing uh, boots? Because they're really nice boots. <sighs> I mean, they are. And I've written that. Like, do you remember when cowboy boots were such a look? Like, so much. I definitely had a pair of cowboy boots at school. Like, I loved them. I just, why would you put, just take your shoes off before you go to bed? It's weird. Yeah, there's, there is one. I don't know if I should admit this on the podcast but there was one time that I'd come in from a night out and then the next day I was like going on another night out or whatever and I like couldn't find my boots and they were like in my bed like at the bottom like under the duvet and it's like a thick duvet so I actually made the bed and then I was like what yeah I just yeah it's pretty gross so that changed the sheet straight after though so as you know from our riveting conversation (laughs) on Hugmanay we have um we have a cream carpet in our house guys and um I was cleaning our carpet for four freaking hours on Hugmanay um which is why we are firm believers in taking your shoes shoes off off at the door door. I don't care how drunk you are you take your shoes off and you do your skincare routine I don't ask for much in life guys yeah no that's definitely um yeah no more of of that in my old age but yeah (laughs) shoes and skincare um but Seth thinks Summer can take on Taylor yeah and did you not feel that like like he's optimism yeah but then it was like what are your and is it for like our hobbies or our like strengths or like shopping and sunbathing and I was like, you've got more. But then when I did like it when <laughs> combined with your God-given rage. <laughs> I was like, yeah. 
It's a good collab to be Definitely fair. is. So Jimmy goes to him asking for more money and is like, I don't have any money. I'm in a real tight spot at the moment. If you give me more money, I will then be able to get you more money. Which I don't think is like how it works, Jimmy, but Yeah, sure. but it's not Whatever. as if Jimmy's taking like that money and then investing it to get like money back. He's taking that money to give like a one-off donation to the school. Like what? But yeah, I get really annoyed about this as it moves on, but we can talk about that when we get there. <laughs> Right, Ryan and Marissa are talking to this Dean, Dr. Dean Ugly Betty guy. Yeah, again, you just would not speak to kids the way he speaks to them. Right? I just don't get the scene. I don't get him as a character. Yeah, I've never, like, in my time of teaching, met someone like that. You know, you might get people that are a little more, why are you a teacher? You clearly don't really like children. or But, you know, to be that scathing, like... Harbert's yeah. most notorious couple. It's like, shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he sits them down and is like, tell me why I'm wrong about you. Like, uh, my favourite thing about Newport is how people talk. And Marissa's like, oh, well, you can't listen to all the gossip. And he's like, well, shoplifting, alcohol abuse, overdose, tell me where I'm like going yeah. wrong here. She's like, well, the shooting was different. And I'm like, the shooting was different. It was. Fair play, Marissa. Good for sticking up for yourself. But he just, he calls her a troubled kid. Yeah, like, that's... Trouble kids are always going to do that. And I was just like, that's gross, man. Yeah, pretty weird. Although I was thinking, oh, Marissa, but when she was like, I'm proud of what I did and I'd do it again. It was, yeah. Yeah. I was, I was like, fair play, Marissa. Yeah. Get them told. Like the inner rebel in me was like, on yourself. Yeah. And she hasn't done anything wrong, you know? It wasn't if the ideal. If aren't but... angry with her, yeah. then why does he have any right to be, you yeah. know? But um, but Ryan looks shooketh when does. she said I would do it again. He does <laughs> like, shooketh. And then what is it the teacher says? Like she's never setting foot yeah. in school again. All right. Yeah, she doesn't look very bothered about it. So Summers managed to get hold of Marissa's binder. She has, and she's trying to find a way to show up Taylor. She is. She's trying to get dirt on her. And did you notice what um, Seth is doing? playing playstation yeah what kind of playstation games he playing this is not my area of expertise violent ones violent <gasps> ones so oh, it he? lasted like a whole episode of them playing like <laughs> baseball and then he's like well <laughs> do you think it's because ryan wasn't there he was like yeah i can like ninja some people now Excellent. yeah um but then um, but speak of the devil um, enters ryan's home <laughs> raging again oh my god yeah and then Summer has to persuade Seth to go and talk to him. And I was like, surely if your friend came in raging, you would... But I mean, guys, when they're playing PlayStation, yeah. people when they're playing PlayStation, sure, whatever. So yeah, <laughs> Seth goes to talk to him. And like, Ryan's like, oh, it took all my strength not to kick his ass. And I'm like... He's your teacher. <laughs> Are you, he's your teacher. Like, come uh. on now. Come on now. Um, but Seth is like, you don't do that anymore. She's going to another school. It's not the end of the world. Again, a very wise moment yep. from Seth. Definitely. Yeah, so we've got Julie's just about giving up um, because Marissa's gone tonto at the Dean. Um, so Jimmy yep. has secured the £100,000 and Julie's like, oh, I could take this to play the landscaper and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, how much money has she been racking up? Like how Caleb's not been dead that long, you know? Um, know. And then you just think, oh, but then 
the scene that follows later is just even more mental. Right, I know I've given Taylor a really hard time so far, but like she's really on it in this carnival scene and that is the only nice thing I'm going to say about okay. her this episode. Fair enough, fair enough. There's plenty of time. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, the All Summer's ideas are going down pretty well. The chocolate fountain. Um, like the one that Brittany had at her wedding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Do you want an excellent Brittany fact? Yes, fact, always, friends? always. When Britney Spears married What's-His-Chops in that dress, Kevin, that's his name, she was wearing like a lace mini dress type thing with like, it was backless, little kind of three-quarter right. length sleeve, cute, super cute, like a nice dress. She wore it out shopping the day after her divorce came through. Oh, that is amazing. <laughs> what a boss-ass bitch move. Like, sh- wow. yes. Free wow. Britney. Woo. Oh, Yeah wild that's that was a good fact heather enjoyed that thanks <laughs> um do you know what i also love what mini food yes <laughs> what what is it she's they say mini is the where new. did you think i was going with that i don't know i thought you were going to give me like some christina facts or something <laughs> no it's tiny food see like a mini cheese and onion quiche um, that's how you keep me happy yeah i am Finger a big food. i am a big fan of party food like that's our sort of boxing day tradition we go to marks and spencer's and we buy in like all the party food on like christmas eve nice. or a few days before christmas and then on boxing day we just cook loads of it and eat it eat your body weight it's amazing mm-hmm. yeah delightful summer's also decided that they're not going to auction off the suv they're going to go and do a hybrid instead ahead of the times man yeah Yeah. right Um, and then one of them is like the environment is so important to us guys we breathe it (laughs) i think the script writer that was on this week has done a great job there's been some really good one-liners yeah definitely definitely um anyway taylor is raging but let's move over to this weird as fuck scene sandy arriving at the creepy creepy charlotte cc's weird cottage yeah he turns up and she is giving him like the evil eye at which point i was like he's gonna know her he's gonna turn up and she's gonna be like an ex-girlfriend or like someone that he's like had beef with in court or something like that and then she's gonna be like i've murdered kirsten or that's where that's where i thought we were going with this but it turns out he doesn't know her no, that's I. That's exactly um, what I thought because he looks so raging, like when he gets right? there, and then he's just like, "She may never come home," and it's just weird. That's like all I've written here. Weird. It's like a very bizarre. Mm. Yeah, um, but Kirsten comes bounding down the stairs like a small Labrador, and she looks very happy. She does. And this is where I've written down what is going to happen here. Yeah. Like, where where are they going with this? What is happening? I did. I might have checked where it's going um but yes (laughs) no spoilers but it is going somewhere (laughs) sure okay (laughs) hopefully the next episode wink twice for next episode um right ryan's over at marissa's and marissa doesn't want to fight about it anymore yeah i don't need you to fight for me i don't need you to protect me i didn't then and i don't now which i feel is possibly my favorite line she's ever said yep so spot on very mature very wise and i don't think she's being like she could have given him a much harder time you know but yeah, she's just definitely. been like look i'm okay with this um and then of course ryan just storms away 
Yeah. Um, I just think as well, like, we have talked about it so much from season one to now. Like, Ryan's white knight, particularly when it comes to Marissa, yeah. how he just wants to save her and protect her and make sure she's okay. And I hate it. Like, and I'm so glad that they've put this in, that she's like, I don't need to be saved. Yeah. So that's good. Um, and then Ryan is like, oh, so what, the whole thing's my fault? Yes, Ryan, it is. If you hadn't stormed over to Trey's house to try and, like, kill him for trying to... Like, yes, Ryan, bottom line, it's your fault. And then I felt they left it sort of weird because they have this confrontation and Ryan's the one that storms off. But I'm like, should be Marissa that's raging at him, you know? But have you ever tried to storm off in your own home? It's really hard. (laughs) The only place you can go is the bathroom and then you get in the bathroom and then you're like, I guess I need to stay in here now. Oh, see, well, I'm, Stephen says I just like stomp about the house. He thinks I'm like a stormer and he calls me like Stormzy from when I like go off and a half. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. That's kind of cute. That's kind of cute. Anyway, um... I enjoyed this cover of yeah. Pink to get the party started. I didn't catch who it was, but no. there's a really nice like indie cover of Get the Party Started. Yeah, it was it was very um, I enjoyed it a lot. And then we've got the girls. This is quite funny. Um, they're like to summer, like high five for taking down Taylor, and it's like who the fuck high fives? <laughs> like, you know, that's <laughs> another that... thing that won't make it. Yeah, COVID <laughs> high fiving. Not like say that. Anymore. Yeah, it just seemed it didn't seem like they were the type of girls that would be good about giving high fives. You know, fives, yeah, you know. it's a bit weird. So we're over at the carnival. The what do they call it? The Kickoff carnival. Comeback carnival. Kickoff, Kickoff carnival. carnival. That's the jiffy. That's why you're here, Jane, because <laughs> I can't remember these things. And Summer's sad. Summer yeah, looks really she sad. She Not does. Not quite herself. She's missing her pal, and I think she thought that by like avenging her honor, she might feel better. But just the fact yeah. that Minus is not there. Um, yeah, which I get. Um, and it's this, it's this weird feeling that like things aren't going to go back to the way that they were. Yeah. A lot of the time, I feel though, like when you do feel like oh, things aren't going to go back to the way things were. A lot of the time, if you think about it properly, would you actually want them to go back to the exact same way as they were? Probably not. Yeah, it's a total issue with nostalgia, isn't it? Um, yeah. Change is good, guys. Change is healthy. It is. It is. Embrace it. Precisely. <laughs> Ryan and Sandy by the pool. What happened at dinner at Crazy Cece's house? Yeah. How can they just it was flirt over that? It was so raging when like Sandy just seemed to be back in Newport. I was like, what was said? How did they leave things? Ryan doesn't even ask him how it was. Yeah. So yeah, this is where Sandy and Ryan have this weird conversation where Sandy's like, so you want to fix things. The universal male instinct. It happens to the best of us. Now, I have real beef with oh. that sentence. Because I don't think that want to fix things is a male trait. No. I don't really believe much in male and female traits. Um, But, yeah, like, I think it's quite a human emotion to want to fix things. Um, And I think, like, a lot of women get, like, get given a hard time for mumming people or mothering yep. people mumming that's not what it's called <laughs> mothering people um and it's, it's the exact same thing it's like but you want to protect them and you want to fix it and it's the same it's yeah. the same kind of energy but yeah i just 
I picked yeah, up I thought that, that phrase. Was, that's exactly what I've written, written down. Um, I was just like, is it the male instinct? Is it? Yeah, I think I definitely agree with what you're saying. That like you'll have some people that will sort of fall into the sort of rescuer role, you know, rather than. But yeah, they were addressing it at least. Yeah. And um, I mean, it's only taken them three seasons yeah. <laughs> to, to address it, but sure. And then <laughs> Ryan's like, what am I meant to do? Sit here and do nothing? And Sandy, oh, Sandy, the wonderful, wonderful man that is Sandy, the reason we love Sandy, says, you just have to listen. Oh. Right? How many men need, actually, how many humans, humans yeah. need sat down and told that? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> you just need to listen. Definitely. Um, and then, oh, the next scene just made me so angry. I was like, what are you doing? What are you doing, Jimmy? <sighs> yeah. um, so let's let's head let's over. To, I'll, I'll ease us into it so yeah. you can just take some breaths. It's okay. <laughs> this didn't make me that angry, actually. Um, I just laughed a lot. Uh, Julie and Jimmy are having a lovely dinner. It looks like the clubhouse. It looks somewhere nice. They're dressed up. They were meant to be having a Taco Bell at home whilst watching like Dancing with the Stars or something like that. But instead, they're out, out, looking all fancy and dressed up. And Jimmy says, I'm never leaving this family again. And whips out an engagement ring. But not only is it not only an engagement ring, the same engagement ring he engaged her with the last time. Well, at least he's not spending even more money on something he can't afford, so... I mean, sure. But also, like, think of all the bad bad energy that's yeah. attached to that ring. Ugh. Yeah. And also, Caleb is barely cold in the ground. Mm-hmm. You can't, like... And for a woman who's so pre-engaged with like what Newport society yeah. thinks, in what world does Julie think this is okay? Yeah, I was I was saying this to Stephen. I was trying to like question what are Jimmy's motives here? Does he think if he marries Julie, is that him like trying to stop him from leaving her again? Is it tr- for him trying to secure Caleb's money? Or is has he just lost the plot and actually thinks this is a good idea? I think the latter. I yeah. think that's... Mm. Let's see how that pans out. I'm sure it'll be great. Um, Right, let's head to the sad lifeguard post with Marissa being sad. Misty and miserable. (laughs) Um, So Ryan turns up and is like, do you want some company? And then he says, sorry about before. And she says, I know, which is really nice. Yeah. No buts, no thank yous. Just, I'm sorry for being a dickhead. I know. You know. Good. The correct way to apologize. Indeed, indeed. I've written down something really controversial, which I'm actually quite I'm actually quite glad it's it's you and not okay, Kerry. Of gosh. I think if, it, <laughs> I think if it's sorry, Kerry, if you're now still listening. Um I've written that Marissa's great. Yeah, I I Marissa's great. She's not gonna get she's not gonna let getting kicked out of Newport ruin her year or her life. And I'm here for it. Yeah, no, definitely. I think she's, again, what you've seen in the first couple of episodes of this season. It's definitely character growth. She's looking at the bigger picture and she's not thinking that they're sort of thinking there is life outside of Harbour. I agree. I liked oh, it. Good. A good moment. Yeah. A strong moment. A strong Marissa and Seth episode. Indeed. Which is we a never world thought away see. from yeah. season two. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, right, back to Carnival. Franz Ferdinand. Yes. Do ya wanna? This made me like really nostalgic for gigs and nights out. Oh, I remember gigs. Mm. Gigs were great. Yeah. 
anyone who taps a shoulder like Taylor taps Summer's shoulder is a dickhead. Like, it's a proper, like, I don't know if you can hear that, but it's like a proper, like, like a tap, tap, yeah, tap yeah. on her shoulder, uh, which is the, like, universal sign for I'm a Karen and I've got something yep. to say to you. Yep. That's what that tap means. Making yourself known. But yeah, they have a bit of a fight. I've not really written anything down for this. Yes. But do you know, and I was reading, I looked, I was looking up something about this episode um, and apparently like Seth discreetly gives like Taylor the finger when he like rubs his face, apparently. And it's, oh, I like, didn't notice that. <laughs> and I was like, that's quite funny. I might need to go back yeah. and look at it. That's um, good. Yeah. So then apparently Marissa's on her way. Kirsten out for a walk in her jammies and creepy Charlotte oh. is crying her little eyes out and is like, I haven't been honest with you. Oh, this is so, so I've just like written horrible and like block capitals. So she is crying at the side of the lake, clutching a bottle of what looks like a bourbon yeah. or a whiskey, I imagine. Something to that effect. And she's like, I haven't yet, but I might. Oof. And then proceeds to emotionally blackmail Kirsten into staying with her until she's better, which is like not, it's not okay, Kirsten's hun. job. And no, it's, yeah, it's. Uh, I don't. Uh, surely I, alarm bells must be ringing. Like, yeah, you know. But then I suppose if Kirsten thinks that Charlotte is as vulnerable, yeah, and as broken as she was, maybe she just feels sorry for her rather than I don't mm. know. But again, like Kirsten is white knighting. What's her chops, Charlotte? Yeah. She's trying to fix her. She's trying to make yeah. her better at detriment detriment to her own oh, no. self which is not okay no. um however i did really enjoy creepy charlotte's ugg slippers oh yeah <laughs> they were cute they were um so then kirsten walks away with the oh. bottle of undisclosed liquor and creepy charlotte whips out a hip flask yeah and then it's the way that she like wipes her tears back as well as if like oh, that's that charade over and then like yeah right <sighs> Ugh. what is the plan like i know you know the answer so like don't <laughs> actually tell me but like what is the plan here i was thinking about it i was thinking about it during yoga which you're not meant to do but like i was like where like where is she going with this what mm. is her plan i hate it in tv shows where you can't figure out yeah like even an idea for what's going to happen with that and i just have no idea yeah well even having watched it like several times you know um i really couldn't think um where it was going so all will be revealed soon enough but it is it's very <laughs> it's very bizarrely set up over onto this ferris wheel and <laughs> seth is feeling queasy and is warning ryan that yeah. he may projectile vomit on him as a fellow spewer seth i feel you mm. so you spew on rides <laughs> you yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I spew a lot. Oh man, I, um, I get really travel sick. So, like, oh. see if I take a like if, if if I'm going to a carnival or a, a what you call it like a theme park. Yeah, I'll have to take travel sickness tablets, and I love it. Like, I love the experience of being on a ride, but it just means I come off and I'm sick. Like, oh, and I know that's going to happen. But if I take the travel sickness tablets, I'm fine. Okay. However, I can not bring up two very quick examples first example went to Thorpe Park with my friend Elizabeth and who else was there Gemma was that Marie there and our friend Claire went to Thorpe Park I was quite hungover translate very hungover um after three days at the Great Escape in Brighton had forgotten that we were going to Thorpe Park um got there (laughs) 
went on one ride, went to the toilet and had to be sick. But obviously Thorpe Park just has loads of kids at it all the oh, time. No. And all I could hear while I was spewing my guts up with this little kid being like, Mum, Mum, that girl's being sick in there. And I was just oh. like, oh, I will be sick on you, oh. child. Um, and then another faux pas involving Elizabeth. It was my Hindu. We'd had a lovely night on the Friday. And then on the Saturday, we had to go somewhere else. We had to get a, a bus from where we were to the other location. Um, bearing in mind, organised by my best friends in the world, didn't pack me any travel sickness tablets and made me get in a bus with a hangover for half an hour. Oh. There is now video f- footage from all of my best friends of me violently being sick on the bus, on the way off the bus, at the side of the road. Oh, hey yeah, good times. But I think that's like what Hindus are all about, right? Getting yeah. that footage. Yeah, no, definitely. So, um, but yeah, I'm a I'm a big spewer. So I'll spit that. Um, but if we ever go away together, you know, maybe we'll try and get a hot tub with Kerry and Avi more when we can. Yeah. Um, I just need to drive. That's that's how it's made. I'll, better. I'll bring you sickness tablets. I'm usually quite prepared. Thanks, thanks friend. <laughs> I appreciate. it. Um, but yeah Ryan's not worried about Seth spewing on him because him and Marissa are having a cheeky snog and they've got to find their moments together and then um, oh yeah of course Taylor Taylor grasps them in because Taylor is the fucking worst (laughs) she's the actual worst I hate her so much I don't think any characters made quite such an impression on you Heather no like I can't stand her like I don't know why I don't know what I'm repressing I don't know who she's reminding me of but I can't stand her she's just the worst oh. um but yeah Daniel Mead turns up mm. um and is like get off this property meh, 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 and like drags Marissa away by her arm which I'm pretty sure teachers yeah, are they're allowed definitely to do, not allowed Jane. to do definitely not allowed to do actually incorrect uh, and then Ryan punches him in the face yep deserved it I didn't see what else Ryan could do. Marissa <laughs> saves. <laughs> well, maybe there's a few things, you know, but... Um, I'm sure I can think of one or two things. Yeah, he deserved it. But then, like, this teacher dude turns around and is like, here was me thinking I'd have to work yeah, to throw what? you out of the school, but you did it yourself. Yeah, it's just the stuff of nightmares, isn't it? He's just... Yeah, it's not very credible you just wouldn't yeah. this wouldn't happen but it just feels like a kid's written that isn't it like a kid with a vendetta yep. against their teacher yep. who's like obviously they're out to get me and it's like no they're probably not no. <laughs> yeah i really liked like how it ended well just marissa and her like her little she looks longingly as if like i'm never going to be back here and it's sort of through the barbed yeah. fit, the barbed wire isn't and it and it's like i think she's just Almost like the closure that she she don't, she's caught she has definitely like come to terms with things that yeah Harper isn't her life anymore even if Ryan isn't quite there yet you know but it's quite sad and I liked having the California played as well but yeah, like this different it version cover, it's like it? it's actually yeah. them it's like it's still them it? but it's just um just really stripped back because at first I thought it was a cover but uh, a little Shazam and it's not yeah. Mm. Well, it feels like we're very much set up for like the good guys, bad guys yep. kind of polar situ, which I'm not a big fan of. Mm. Like, I think that's why I love Julie so much is because like she's a complex character. Yeah, definitely. Whereas like this new teacher guy and Taylor are very like basic bad. Yeah. Like they're not likable characters. They're just arseholes. Yeah. 
Um, but that that may all change. It might. I mean, yeah. sure. No, there are. There's a few things going on. Yeah, a lot going on. Next time <laughs> is CC Creepy Charlotte yep. going to murder Kirsten <laughs> is my main question. Maybe. Yep. Uh, I honestly don't know where they're going with that storyline. No. Like, don't know where they're going. We've got is <laughs> Julian Jimmy. Where are they going with that? Is he going to do a bunk? I think he might do a bunk, you know, because he said so often, like, I'm never leaving this family. And I'm like, yeah. Summer and Seth are really like the rock for yeah. these first two episodes. Who'd have thought Standing it? firm, standing strong. I guess we're going to see Marissa and Ryan go to a new school, I guess. Yeah, potentially. Potentially. I think yeah. that's kind of it. I think I might yeah. have ideas for what could happen next. No, there's a lot to go with there. Which means it is time for... Listener of the week, you're going to join in one day, James. Got another week left. (laughs) This week's listener of the week goes out to the wonderful, the lovely Natalie Goody or Natalie Good. I'm not sure how you pronounce her name, so please let me know. It's G O O D E. Mm, Could be there. Okay, well, let's let's stick with that. She is Australian. Um, and I'm pretty sure they've come through us via my girlfriend Dolly, which is another amazing podcast oh, yeah. you should check out. Um, all about this magazine in Australia, which is kind of like our smash hits. That's Loved the one. Smash hits. Kind of like that from what I can tell. Um, but she follows them as well, which makes me think okay. that's how she's found us. But she looks awesome. She's an amazing knitter. She's got phenomenal hair. Um, and she messaged us last week saying, Hello, as of today and after a solid month of binge listening slash watching, I'm officially caught up on your podcast. I need to tell you that I bloody love it. Um, Kerry, RIP, and Heather, you're both completely awesome. As someone who hasn't seen the OC in a very long time, I have recently come to the realisation that it's mostly actual trash. <laughs> Um, it seems so acceptable and rational as a teenager, which is now terrifying to think about. But it's so great hearing fellow something-year-old women apply the lens of their lived experiences and wisdom to the much-needed dissection of this show. You are so enjoyable to listen to, and it's been great to see the whole other meanings come to light that you as a teenager may have missed. Happy New Year to you all. Heather, stay awesome. Kerry, you badass. Good luck in your new endeavour. And Jane, I can't wait to hear what you bring to season three. Oh, that's lovely. Thank you, Natalie. Right. Thanks, Natalie. Um, But yeah, that that brought me a lot of joy, that message did. Um, So yeah, thanks, Natalie. If you are out there going, I have been listening to this goddamn podcast for what feels like forever and I'm still not listener of the week. What you need to do, my friend, is follow us at Never Seen the OC on Twitter and or Instagram. Slide on into our DMs. And if you want to jump that queue, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, and we'll give you a little shout out. That's how it works. It's as easy as that. And um, we actually had a bit of a flurry of followers um, because Jane's like super popular on Instagram. I am not. And we just got all her f- her family and friends following yeah, us. So have some nice. very supportive friends and fam. Thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, well, yeah, I guess I guess that's it. Until next time, um, stay safe, wash your hands, stay indoors if you're in Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, the England announcement will have gone out by now, yeah. so... Probably the rest Probably of the, the same, yeah. If you're in the UK, just stay inside. It's going to yeah. be fine. Um, and I guess we'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye.